Robert, how are you? <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, uh, Joshy, I love you. Good afternoon and welcome to Joel and Rob's podcast, Beyond Sunday. Beyond Sunday, because it's not Sunday. It's not Sunday, it's Wednesday afternoon. What if folks actually listen to this on Sunday, though? It's true. I think you've thrown a good wrench into our title. Mm. And it's not beyond Sunday, it's just Sunday, Sunday. afternoon. <laughs> it's just Sunday. <laughs> Do us a favor, folks, I don't th- listen to this on Sunday. I thought we had something with that title, too. I like the title. I do, too. I do, too. Um, so we're going back to the 80s. Okay. Late 80s. Oh, you're in my jam now. Well, we're in the... I just looked this up 10 minutes ago, so we very well could have already used this one. Already played it. I can't remember. But it's unique. Um, and it's just kind of just kind of oozes 80s. Okay. You know? Which Ooh. is kind of our... It's your wheelhouse. Definitely. Me likey. <laughs> Me likey a lot. I... I'm pretty sure you've seen the show, definitely. I'm not sure how much you have, you watched it regularly, but... Okay. Let's see how you do. We haven't done this. We haven't? No. I wouldn't have got it to be No, no, totally I'm gonna honest. get it. I'm gonna get it. Before we totally blow copyright infringement. Can I give you a hint? Yeah, I'd love a hint. Okay. Main actor, there's a main uh, male lead and a female lead. Um, uh, he's also, he's now, he became an action star. Uh, well known um, for the classic Christmas movie, Die Hard. Oh, Moonlighting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Moonlighting. Okay, I'm so glad you... Oh, my goodness. Man, you pulled that out. I would never have gotten it. I, it was so familiar to me. Yes, I did watch Moonlighting. Yep. And I was never going to place it without that hint. I was... I wouldn't have gotten it. I would never have placed it without that hint. Yeah. And, and that, that like, I love that because it's so familiar. You know you've heard it. You can yep. even sing the tune. Yeah. I could have sung the tune. I couldn't have sung the words, but I could have sung the tune. And I, but I had no idea. Uh, Al Jarreau is the musician. <laughs> okay. And as I was looking I it up. I have no idea who Al Jarreau as is. As I was looking it it's up. He's got a good voice. They had a brief description of it, and they said, who knew a guitar could make a sound like this? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's an unusual sound coming out of the guitar. Um, in this song. Okay. I didn't watch Moonlighting regularly. I was kind of just a little too young for it. Yeah, I didn't watch it regularly. Um, I, and I think they were... It was on late. Uh, 
It was, yes. So it was like a 10 o'clock Bruce show. Bruce Willis, Sybil Shepard. Sybil Shepard. I think it said it came out in 1988, which is when Die Hard came out. So that's just when he kind of blew up mm-hmm. and became Bruce Willis. And uh, and they were like attorneys? I don't even remember. Or something? Uh, they were, I think, solving some mystery every week. But after that, I have no idea. And so in, they first start out as just colleagues, co-workers, and then I'm yeah, sure and then eventually it's, it's, get together. Yeah. And, you know. As, yeah, destined romance of, of sitcom slash dramas. To find these songs, I'm having to start to um, rephrase my Google searches. You know, not top 50 TV show theme songs to TV show theme songs or <laughs> obscure TV show theme songs. Because now I'm going, I'm going through that list, and yeah, we did it, we did but it. But that was so it. good. I love that one. Did it. it was a challenge, and I didn't get it. That was great. Yeah, I played it for a while there. It, I <laughs> thought I would, because I, I knew the tune. Um, da, 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 like... I could. I knew what note was coming next. So you think you, you know, you think you know yeah. you're going to be able to place it, and yeah. I, I wasn't. And listening to the lyrics, I knew it wasn't the theme song to Love Boat, but it, it was kind of a romancy. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm like, it's Love Boat. No, this isn't Love. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, good one. Well done. So today we're talking about last Sunday's. Sermon, where I introduced yeah. my sabbatical. I'd only briefly, it had been mentioned at an annual meeting before, but really to the rest of the congregation, it was kind of a yeah. um, new endeavor that I got to announce, mm-hmm. and a little bit about the theme. So what is, let, let's rewind a little bit though, what, mm-hmm. what is a sabbatical in, in the world of, you know, clergy? Yeah, yeah, and so you're right, it's probably a little different for... Um, someone who's a professor or someone even in the business world. Um, Yeah, I think for clergy, I would uh, describe it as um, uh, a focused time of rest, which is basically the title of the sermon, but also rejuvenation. Um, So time completely away from work. Uh, So I won't be responding to email. I won't be here on Sunday. Um, I will be away. <clears throat> you won't be responding to my frantic texts <laughs> and emails? <laughs> Joel, what do we do with this? <laughs> Joel, what's wrong? How about this? No, I'm going to be blocking your number. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's um, awesome. I never got your calls. I had some weird number texting me and I just quickly disregarded it. <laughs> Don't know who it is. Don't know who it is. No, it's a time for um, actual rest, and so it comes off of the word Sabbath. So Sabbath is a day that we stop and Mm -hmm. rest for a single day, and so sabbatical is prolonged rest. Um, But at the same time, that rest leading to, um, hopefully, the goal is, uh, which we said on Sunday, rejuvenation, a time to... um, be reinvigorated um, uh, and renew your sense of call that that um, time away um, especially I think for pastors where I think 
a huge part of it will be, should be spiritual formation. Um, some that you are um, being formed spiritually to come back ready to keep on going for that next right. stage in your particular call to a particular ministry. So in many ways, it's kind of like a, a focused rest. Like it's rest with a purpose. It's yeah. intentional rest. Yes. Um, uh, it's not rest just for rest's sake, in other words. Exactly. It's not, oh, man, I, uh, whew, what a long week. I'm just going to sit down on the couch and veg today. For three months. Or yeah. It's, yeah, so it's not just vacation. Right. Right. Uh, um, uh, but you can go to the beach or do something that's, that is a vacation experience. Oh, but, absolutely. But it's not just, I'm just taking a vacation for three months. Well, but it's, or if you do take a vacation, it's, I have a vacation, but it has this purpose behind it or this absolutely. focus is, is part of it. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I think it's important to share that it's different from say academia in that a lot of professors or even in the realm of say uh, medical doctors or scholarship just in general right yeah. a lot of sabbaticals are are done with the understanding that they're they're either for research or for writing yeah and in the uh, the faith tradition um, sabbaticals are intentionally uh, I, I guess that if you if you find research or writing, restful yes then that's one thing it could be but that's not the purpose of it it mm -hmm. the purpose is is I, I like the word that you use a lot rejuvenation mm -hmm. um, uh, and it's really important it's actually something I think this is important to share it's built into our terms of call yeah meaning that it's um, it's part of the Presbyterian Church um, we uh, belong to a presbytery. Our presbytery is the Presbytery of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And they require that within the terms of call be terms for sabbatical. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, denominationally, and really this is kind of universal in Protestant churches, but it's it's either a seven or a five-year kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you, know, you get um, a three to four months yep. every five or seven years. And presbytery has actually moved theirs to five years now. Yeah, they they actually encourage every five years, and the reason they encourage it, and, and I share that I've never had a sabbatical, um, but I'm all for, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. I've had kind of pseudo sabbaticals that I'll explain in a second, mm. but um, the the reason for it is because more and more research has been coming out, and this isn't just within the church, although there have been specific church studies, but in the realm of academia and just across across vocations, burnout, Yeah. right? The burnout rate is growing as, you know, we move further and further into the 21st century. And, and, and sabbaticals are often a response to burnout. Yes. Where a pastor gets to a point where he or she says, I just can't do this. I need to figure out and a it's new too way late of life. When you, when you, it's too late for that at that point, right? Mm -hmm. yep. When you get to that point, a sabbatical isn't going to rejuvenate you to the point that, you know, if you take it when you're in a healthier spot, when you're, yes. when you're yeah. able to do the work that needs to be done within a sabbatical. Um, and so it, it's, it, it might sound like a kind of a, 
you know, self-serving enterprise here for two pastors to be talking about the benefits of their sabbatical. But uh, I say this very, very transparently that it, it really is in the church's best interest. Yeah. Because the healthier you are, Joel, and the healthier I am, um, the better we'll be at our jobs Absolutely. and our calls. Well, and we've talked about this, so in a, in a smaller sense, just in a Sabbath, um, how healthy, how healthier we are when we are intentionally trying yep. to take one day off yep. and let go of our work. Um, and it's something we suck at. Because we both have struggled immensely with it. And it's still, for me, it's two steps forward, one steps back, two steps back, one step forward. Yep. I'm always kind of wrestling with it and that's just how it's I think always going to be yep. but I think the the goal being to be to the goal being the Sabbath to be working towards it to be knowing I know when I have worked too much too many days in a row I know what that feeling is I know kind of that it's just not um, I'm not the best Pastor. Oh no! I'm not the best. You're a monster. Husband, I am a horrible person. I, I can't stand you. <laughs> I I I'm not the best husband or father. Um, uh, you need that one day. Um, mm-hmm. I got to the point now where I, in so many words, just crave it, because um, uh, I know it will be of benefit to me. And so this is just an extended time. Um, and for me, it's also to, to, to try and learn some new rhythms uh, and experience new rhythms that I've been working on a little bit, but to intentionally do it. Well, that's kind of what I love. I'm excited for you personally to get to experience it. And I, but I'm also excited for the way you've set this sabbatical up. And this is really what you were talking about on Sunday mm-hmm. is, you know, your sabbatical is not simply, okay, um, you know, I'm going to go veg on the couch for three months. Yeah. It's, there's this really intentional... I'm going to watch everything on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That would be awesome. Everything. That would be phenomenal. It would be challenging because right now they just uploaded a new 10-episode series. Wait, they uploaded a second one right now. <laughs> like the content they put up there is ridiculous. Anyways, what were you saying? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the focus of your sabbatical is is not just something that you will be exploring, but it's something that we as a church will be able to explore yeah. alongside of you. And I'm also very selfishly excited because I think it's something that I need. I think it's something that we all need. Mm-hmm. And it's what you introduced on Sunday. Yep. And really hats off to our adult spiritual formation committee. They were great with taking this idea and then um, really fleshing it out and how we could explore it together. And also, this was the benefit of applying for the Lilly Grant that TPC received, their clergy renewal program, is Lilly uh, intentionally, um, you have to have a theme, but then they're adamant that that theme is something that you're going to experience with the congregation. So you're not going to just leave and say goodbye um, and we'll see you again in three months, yeah. which we are doing that. Like I'm, there won't be communication, but we're going to be experiencing something simultaneously, um, which is uh, really exciting. Um, I'm, that's one of the 
my favorite parts about all of this is as we take on a practice each month and just give it a shot, dip our f- dip a foot in the water of each practice mm-hmm. throughout that month, we're, we'll be doing it together. My family and I are going to be doing this too. And so like for us, like taking on a, during June and hopefully the other months too, um, a, an intentional Sabbath day as a family Mm. will be great because we're still we've got things to do we've got sports and we've got um uh swim team you're all a family of four with all the things that a family of four does. absolutely yeah. but for us to kind of say okay but for a day we're gonna stop doing we're gonna slow down we're gonna do things that are worshipful and restful and life-giving will be good for us to have that discussion um so uh and then i'm excited to hear how people experience it here because i think a lot of these practices uh that we're taking on are are fairly new like silence and solitude is not something that people kind of rush towards (coughs) certainly not extroverts no not at all um Sabbath is not is something that's kind of gotten lost in the Christian church, though, though is starting to get a resurgence. Uh, the practice mm-hmm. of simplicity mm-hmm. is it's gained some traction with the minimalism movement, um, but that will be new too. Uh, and then actually in August, which I think is a good month for it, taking on some intentional slowing practices. What are we going to do during that month to intentionally try and slow down uh, and try and get in that rhythm um, and so it's been it's been very I, I'm just starting really at these I read this book a while ago I'm just starting at these practices of the ruthless uh, elimination of hurry yeah, yeah of just that's the name of the book just starting to be okay with waiting in line at the grocery store I'm horrible at it. Instead of just kind of, you know, being agitated because I have to wait. Um, uh, Those kind of practices that you can take on to, like, uh, I talked about the use of of our phones uh, on Sunday and how that, for me, has led to just, especially at night at home, but this kind of this continued feeling of hurry and interior anxiety. I have to kind of check my phone. I can't just let it be. Uh, Of going to the doctor's office and uh, being uncomfortable with not having something to do or look at while I wait, right? So you quickly go through the magazine, realize nothing there, and immediately you just go to your phone, and there you go. And there's nothing intentionally wrong with that. No. But at the same time, um, it can be healthy to go, it's okay to not be distracted by something. I think that's been the key for me, is being distracted has led to, which I named on Sunday, um, uh, pushing down certain emotions that need yeah. to be brought well. up, but also like the good emotions too, like the good things, like realizing I, I, I was not celebrating certain things, not, not 
embracing joy or happiness because I was moving on to the next thing so quickly. Like, those need to be brought up and named and acknowledged too, besides, oh, I, I'm yeah. kind of angry right now. There's anger inside me for something, or I am sad about something, and instead of being distracted and moving on to the next thing, okay, what do I need to... What's this feeling within me? And I have to give it time to rise to the surface so I can name it. I think, so you are really good at this. I give you credit for this. You are really good at being able to kind of pause and go, hmm, I'm feeling this, and I think it's because of this, and I need to note that a little bit. And for me, I just need a little more. I think you have more practice at it than I do. It took me a while to start doing that um, and to be able to pause for a second and go, oh, um, I have a, um, a feeling within me that needs to be expressed. Um, and I need to just give myself some time to figure out why. What's behind that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a hugely important piece of emotional intelligence. You give me more credit than I deserve, believe me. Um, but I think you, yeah, I think you've, you're hitting the proverbial nail on the head there. Um, call it whatever you want, I think. I think distraction's a really good word for it. We do look to constantly distract ourselves from what we're feeling, from the stress, from the anxiety. But also in the church, I think, and your sermon did this for me too, um, really highlighted, uh, and this is something Janess is really good at. Janess is? is our director of children yes. and family ministries. She's really good at staff, uh, with staff helping us celebrate yep. things that um, should be celebrated. She is. And uh, yep. like in your sermon, you, you used you know, Youth Sunday, Sunday as mm -hmm. a really good example. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's a fantastic example. We don't sit in the midst of blessing mm -hmm. we're so we're, we're so frenetically rushed yeah even in the good stuff even in the midst of such rich blessing we don't it's youth sunday or, or whatever whatever the blessing is yep. just sit in the midst and enjoy mm -hmm. the fruit of that blessing yeah or of the hard work you put into it yeah right? for youth yeah. sunday for me yeah, yeah. yep yeah absolutely Take pride and and celebrate and be thankful and 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 note uh, note the fruit of that and then uh, you know just kind of enjoy it instead. What we do in the sermon, you, you identified yourself, but I mean I'm right there with you. It's what we do in the church. You know, one thing ends and we're immediately, immediately like before the night is over. Looking ahead to the next. Yep. I mean, because in the church in particular, like a lot of jobs, right? We, we have weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual calendars. Mm -hmm. And the second you meet one end, you're just moving into the next beginning. Yeah. I mean, that's really, <laughs> that rhythm is so ingrained in us. Yes. And I think that's part of the problem. Yes. Is that the rhythm uh, doesn't, the rhythm by which we live does not make room for rest. Yeah. And that's where some intentional time of silence and solitude has been helpful for me to then 
because you're we're not going to break out of that particular rhythm, right? We can change the rhythm though, can't so we? Sunday is coming again. So I mean, a Monday morning, oh, right, you know right. that kind of rhythm, but still taking some time to, um, uh, to pause and add a rest, like literally within music, you add the rest. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be a constant drone. It doesn't have to yes. be constant eighth notes leading into yes. the next deadline. Build in like music. I'm sure this has been written about, but you know, uh, metaphorically and literally with music, you build in the rest. Yes, uh, you have to have rests in music. You have to have silence in places to appreciate what's going on elsewhere. I mean, it's. Which is why that first chapter of Genesis is so profound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That God builds in uh, a day of rest, mm-hmm. works for six days creating and bringing life, and then says, yeah. um, I'm good. Yep. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy what has been created. Um, yeah. And I'm also just going to name it because it's something that I struggle with in Western society. You know, it's not just America. It's the Western society. Um, the struggle that we have even with with that, right? There is something within... What do you mean? With what? With what, uh, what in particular do you mean? With resting, with not producing or doing or achieving more. Yes. With you know, intentionally building that in, not just for yourself, but within society, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the way, the, the pace of, the pace of our society honestly makes this even harder because there are feelings of potential shame that can come up and like, oh, I'm not doing anything and I really should be doing something. Absolutely. You know, that, so you're right. So it's built into our Western culture but I think that was part of, and continues to be, and will always be kind of nagging me a little bit, but that's the biggest challenge for me on taking a Sabbath day. Yeah. Good Protestant work, work ethic. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's more to be done, always. Mm-hmm. Your to-do list is huge at home. Not just here, but at home. And so, what are you doing? Like you didn't produce anything, and so and that makes an equivalency to your sense of worth. Yeah. In Western society. What did I achieve today? Yes. What did I produce? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is what's coming up, friends. And, but we're just beginning this journey. So next week mm-hmm. um, we'll be having sermon numero two. We're going to talk a little more about it on Sunday, and then at the beginning of each month. From May to August, we're going to explore that practice uh, in sermon form and then have a Zoom conversation after um, with someone else in the field besides us who's just more knowledgeable about it than we are, which I think will be great just to um, ask them some questions. More knowledgeable than I am. Like literally anybody <laughs> when it comes to this topic. Well, both of us. Um, and then, and then we're going to give you some helpful hints or suggestions to kind of just dip your foot in these waters throughout that month um, to try it. So for silence and solitude, if it's a completely new experience to 
a few times a week to pause, even if it's for five minutes, something very, mm. very small, and try it and taste it. Mm. And for, for Sabbath, uh, we, we explored this with our teens during Lent. Uh, one of the things we talked about was a day, a full day of rest and letting go is very challenging, especially if you haven't been doing it before. And so even if it's a small amount of time, just t- start there and taste it for a little bit. And so we'll, we'll explore those with you. Um, and I'll, uh, I'm here through, the, through mid-June, so I'll be here for May and then the kickoff of June uh, and Sabbath, which will be great. Um, so we look forward to talking more about this. But until then, you can find us at TowsonPress.org. Yeah, I was going on our handle, TowsonPress. Oh. Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, at TowsonPress. But you're right. Yeah. It's, so it's not TowsonPress.com? It's .org. No. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that for me. <laughs> Did you really not know? Yes, I knew. Obviously, I know. Oh. That's why <laughs> you're being sarcastic. That's why I'm kind of commenting, like, did you think I didn't know it was .org? <laughs> well, I, you looked at me. You could find us at Towson Press. I was... And then you looked at me like, I'm like, <laughs> .org? Like, I don't know what you like. <laughs> Dot edu. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Towsonpress.org and Towsonpress on Instagram and Facebook. Until then, everybody. I'm Joel. He's Bob. We'll see you soon. <laughs>